There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and uh, the unfolding global conspiracy continues. It's an interesting day to be alive. It's every every day. It's an interesting day to be alive. We're watching communism take over European nations, all of Asia. We're watching people rise up against it and get crushed down by the hand of totalitarianism. The one thing that the magician's hand has done has distracted us from all these other things like the war between Russia and Ukraine and then most importantly the economy well I'm joined here by Dr. Kirk Elliott today Kirk how are we doing today I'm doing awesome Josh how are you oh man I just moved to Minnesota it's um it has been a hectic last two weeks I can't even express um unpacking packing movers broken stuff it's just it's crazy but finally time to settle down how have you been we've been well it's been busy and it's been wild and the world never stops being in chaos so you know we're never for a lack of things to do and people to help i i hear that and we're looking at some news today that the gdp grew this last cycle. What are your thoughts on this? Well, there's, okay. So you have to put, what is GDP? It's, it's a function of two things. It's a function of how much stuff is being bought. And it's a function of the prices people are paying for it. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so part of that's a function of inflation. Um, The inflationary prices are going through the roof, but people aren't buying as much. So, um, to me, when I look at that number, it's like, all right, GDP in an inflationary world when the economy is growing is going to go up. But GDP in an inflationary world where it's, it's an inflationary recession slash depression should not go up, right? So so the reason I'm, I'm saying it like this is because this is the spin that you're going to get, is the economy isn't as bad, the inflationary pressures, people are still buying it's it's the holiday season and people are spending well people might fall for that for like maybe 10 seconds but it's it's a backward looking number right they they haven't even reflected those numbers yet so if if you're listening to it on mainstream media today that's the kind of story you're going to get but here's the reality i think those numbers are cooked right because yeah. because it's a global economic slowdown of like biblical proportions i mean seriously it is not doing well which is which is why you're you're hearing some of the the bad economic news today. Um, well, I mean, this one's not horribly bad, but like DoorDash laid off fifteen hundred and fifty people, right? What's the bad one? Wells Fargo laid off ninety percent of their mortgage lenders, ninety percent for the largest real estate lender in the country. Um, and we talked about. A couple of weeks ago, Jeff Bezos laying off 11,000 people, FedEx freight for lowing employees. I mean, the, the global economy is, is not strong, Josh. So when you see GDP numbers increasing, 
to me, that's cooking the books. And the reason I started off saying it the way that I did, because that's what the kind of nonsense and mumbo jumbo you're going to hear on mainstream media. But I wanted to, I wanted to kind of dispel that and say, all right, this is why they would say that, but this is why it's absolutely wrong too. And I agree with you. I just wanted to hear your side of it because it's interesting, Kirk. The announcements that came out today, I'm looking at MarketWatch right now. Um, it was not sustainable or real. Tech layoffs approach great recession levels. I got another article here from The Hollywood Reporter. Layoffs begin at CNN amid Warner Brothers Discovery cost-cutting plan. Um, you just talked about a few other companies. Then I got another one. Yield curve inversion reaches new extremes. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Isn't it interesting all this economic news, the layoffs and then the inverted yield curve? comes out on the day that they announce a positive GDP. Yeah, it's it's kind of um, ironic, isn't it? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but but so I was I was looking at some research yesterday. Um, so we've had seven fat quarters, Josh, of excess income. Okay, so that's almost two years where where at the end of every month people had excess income. Right. It meant they had disposable money left over that they could go, you know, uh, to the movies with or whatever. Right. So, but now for the first time, um, I'm going to say ever that I've seen this, the disposable income in America is zero, zero. So what is, what does that mean? So, so disposable income, and it's not just like they're, they're talking about lower income people or, or very wealthy people, um, it means if you make $4,000 a month, you have $4,000 a month in expenses. If you make 20000 a month, you have 20000 a month in expenses. Disposable income is now zero. So, so we've had seven quarters of, of people having disposable income. Now it's nothing. So what, what does that mean, right? So, so moving forward, I would say that's a pretty good leading indicator of, of yuckiness moving forward, right? Because when there's no disposable income, people aren't going to the movies. They're not buying excess groceries. They're not buying as many Christmas presents, right? They're, they're not really buying as much because they have no more money left over, which means they're going to have to go into debt. Well, people can't go into debt because most people's credit cards are maxed and interest rates are rising and they can't afford the payments already because their disposable income is zero, right? So, hmm. so, and if you, if you were to envision the chart um, since 2021, uh, the beginning of 2021, so we're almost two years into it now, it looks like one of those, you know, when you were a kid and you went to the, you went to the park and they had one of those really all metal outdoor slides that were hotter than blazes and, you went down and you thought your skin was going to melt off and it was so steep. Everyone was afraid of it. That is what the chart looks like. It's like this really steep slide that, that nobody was, was willing to go down. I mean, it's just a free fall of income. People do not have income left at the end of the month. And now you've got, you've got interest rates that are screaming forward. They're still going to move forward. You've got adjustable rate mortgages that are all resetting at probably double the rate that they were when they started them. I mean, this isn't um, a good sign moving forward, Josh. It's not a good sign. You know, Kirk, I, I, I agree 100%. I, 
I was listening and doing some research as well, and I came across uh, Michael Burry. People might remember mm-hmm. Michael Burry from the the Big Short. He's the one that uh, called correctly the 2008 financial housing crisis with the derivatives market. Also, 2013, 2019, he, he's called every single one. And right now, he's incredibly short on the market. Actually, he's he's left all of his positions, and he's only short on the market. And he's saying that this is going to be biblical, and he's calling it the bullwhip. Now, I found this uh-huh. interesting because the way this was explained was because of the V-shaped recovery that we had under Trump, the infusion of capital from Congress to the American people, $2,000, stimulated the economy temporarily. Retailers, online retailers, saw a big bump in revenue. And what they did is they went out there and hired people and created jobs because that's what the economy needed during that time. But what happened is, is obviously the energy crisis and the supply chain diminished over that period of time. Inflation increased. And now we're seeing the decline in the economic state and all those jobs have to go away and it has to reset and even lose more jobs than they had at that point in time. And one of the keys there was that the cost of living has also increased. The cost of goods and services increased. The amount of savings per person, let's say it was $500, went up to about $750. But since the cost of living went up, that reduced that savings and depleted it for that short period of time, which basically got rid of the people's cushion. And since now rates are rising again and inflation is increasing, people are in a dire situation where we're about to head to massive layoffs. And this is the bullwhip that we're seeing. And it, it, it's going to be scary. Well, it's, it is going to be scary. Um, <laughs> well, and what's going to make it even scarier is, is, The first story that we started with, disposable income, zero. People are living at the margin. I mean, that's what that means. It means they don't have any excess. So when you start to see this bull, when you start to see um, the prices going up and the cost of borrowing going up and and the inflationary pressures and and banks running out of credit and, and the cost of buying a house going up so high that people won't be able to afford it because the reality, Josh, is Houses, even though housing prices are coming down like at a rapid rate, the cost of owning a house is up 80 percent from where it was a year ago because interest rates are so high. Right. And they keep growing. And so so what happens then? So when rates go so high and people can't afford or qualify for a house, what are they going to have to do? They're going to have to rent. It's like, oh, the demand for rentals is so high because people can't afford houses that there's very little capacity and rents have gone through the roof. See, you're, we're entering into a time where it's like a, a politician's nightmare because they think the only way that they can slow down inflation is to raise rates, which is only half the story. The other half of the story is, no, you can slow down inflation by stop printing money and stopping <laughs> the stimulus, but they're not going to do that which means we're in this vicious cycle for a while, Josh, and I don't see it turning around anytime soon. Oh, man, Kirk. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more Dr. Light Show and talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott some more on solutions that you guys can do out there to protect yourself from this grand financial collapse that's coming. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show after this.
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And Kirk, gold and silver are both up today. They are doing very well in the sense of performance the last few months, especially with the way the markets have been. What are we expecting here? Because we just launched uh, the, well, 12 various banks just launched their CBDC uh, campaign last mm-hmm. month. We know the Federal Reserve has been getting implementation of this program of sending money overseas and, and, and integrating into the SWIFT system or even replacing the SWIFT system. So we're making this transition in the CBDCs, a, a pure digital currency. How important are gold and silver with what's coming? Oh, my word. So incredibly important. And and there, so there's a reason why, right? When Markets don't like chaos, turbulence, change. Sometimes even if it's good change, they don't like change, right? Because it's like, well, what's going to happen? What kind of changes are going to be moving forward? So, so stock, bonds, mutual funds, they just love consistency, right? So, so whenever there's something that upsets the apple cart, which CBDCs are going to upset the apple cart in a bad way, right? This is like, this isn't going to be a good change. But we're, ta- we're not talking about um, a change in interest rate policy. We're not talking about a change in taxation. We're talking about a change in currency, 
right? One of the biggest changes that you can have. So, so when stocks, bonds, mutual funds come down in, in that respect, gold and silver are going to thrive because they operate oppositely. They act as a flight for quality. And the worse things get, the better they're going to perform. So we also have to look at, at, at CBDCs. Um, it, it's a digit, right? You're, you're just a number out there somewhere, and, it, and it's easily identifiable, right? It's the, there's going to be transparency of transactions. What, what gold and silver bring to the table are, are basically a get-out-of-the-system kind of, a, kind of a, a currency and kind of an investment. It's, it's tangible. You take delivery of it. You're, you're not a digit. It's not low-lying fruit for, um, you know, what, what I call CBDCs, a spyware on your bank account, right? <laughs> I mean, when it's, when, it's, when it's private and you take delivery of it, it that's what it is. And so I, I view gold and silver as one of the last of the private transactions on Earth because it's a tangible thing that you take delivery of. In a, in a worst-case scenario, you could use it for barter. In a best-case scenario, I mean, silver's up 24% or so in the last seven weeks. I mean, it's a great investment, right? But it, but it starts to check a lot of people's boxes of what a good and safe investment would be. Now, what can you guys do to help people out there? I got 401ks, we got IRAs, we just got cash laying around. I don't think anybody wants to be in cash right now. I don't think anybody really wants to be in a 401k right now. And mm-hmm. I don't want my IRA sitting there in, in tech stocks. No. So, so probably about 70% of what we do as a company, as a firm, is IRA rollovers, right? And it's a tax-free rollover, so you can get out of your toxic paper assets, uh, your stocks, bonds, mutual funds that you, that you would have at your normal brokerage house. And you can just do a tax-free rollover into physical metals. We're, we're not talking about mutual funds or ETFs or mining shares or something like that. We're talking about physical um, bars, 1,000-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, right? So we'll operate as the transactional broker for that. We'll do the buying. We'll do the selling for you. But we also – relationship is key to us. We want lifetime relationships with our clients. So – Every week, like clockwork, we send out a video email to our clients, letting them know what we're seeing politically, economically, socially, what they should be careful of, what they can be joyful about, because we'll hold your hand through the economy, let you know when it's time to buy, sell, or do whatever needs to be done, right? Now, that's the same for an IRA versus non-IRA, because I was talking about how 70% of what we do is IRA business, because most people don't think you can own physical metals in an IRA. You certainly can you just have to change custodians. But outside of an IRA, just a cash purchase, well, it's even easier. You wire the funds over, and then we, we handle the transaction. And then the same holds true. We'll guide you through this economy because we want lifetime relationships with our clients. And what does that do, Josh? It starts to melt away the financial anxiety and the stress that comes from an uncertain economy where inflationary pressures, rising interest rates, political turmoil – um, are just ravaging people's hearts and minds, and they're operating out of a state of fear. Well, that's not what we do. We want to we want to kill that spirit of fear, so to speak, and and have people operate with with wisdom and discernment, and and have a smile on their face, knowing that at least in a world where our where our freedoms are eroding, at least our finances don't need to with it. Right. 
So the BRICS alliance, the BRICS nations, BRICS plus, have been accumulating massive amounts of gold. The countries within this alliance have been accumulating massive amounts of gold. What can we expect to happen to silver and gold with a global financial meltdown? Well, um, again, a flight for quality, right? Because they're not, they're not every country is backing their currency with gold, but, but the BRICS nations are huge slap in the face to the Western financial system. Right. And, and they're doing a really good job. I hate to say it because I'm an American. I want the dollar to be strong. I want our economy to be strong. But but we're not doing the right things yet. Now, the BRICS nations are. They've got Russia's backed its ruble with gold. Um, the whole BRICS nations is, is all the consortium there, BRICS Plus. You know, kind of de facto backing of their currency system with gold. They're talking about backing the whole thing. Now that they brought Saudi Arabia into the mix, you've got basically oil backing behind your currency. What's the key here? The tangible backing behind the currency is going to give it demand. It's going to basically make it um, attractive to foreign investors because it's not a fiat-based currency. So, so what that's going to do is, is that excess um, demand, because you're backing a currency for it, will drive prices through the roof. It, it's going to actually cause other countries to start wanting to do the same. But as currency systems start to change, that kind of turbulence and turmoil will actually bring a lot of demand and therefore very little supply of gold and silver to the markets. And, and that's when prices go through the roof. So tell me why you guys focus primarily on silver. Mm-hmm. Good question. Um, Cause we don't always, right? It's sometimes mm-hmm. gold makes more sense. Sometimes silver does right now. The, the ratio between the two metals is 81 to 1, meaning if it takes 81 ounces of silver to buy one ounce of gold. Historically, that number is 20, right? Well, we're far from that because if you were to take, let's just say silver is 20 bucks an ounce, multiply it times 20, the historical ratio, that would put gold at 400. Gold's not 400, it's over 1,700, right? So the ratio tells us silver is undervalued, Gold's not necessarily overvalued. It's going to continue to grow. It's just that silver's undervalued, so it's got catch-up to you, right? It's going to outperform. Now, if the, if the ratio today were 20 to 1 instead of 81 to 1, I would say let's go into gold because that's what the, the number is telling us. When, when both metals are equally as safe, what do we do? We go into the one that's outperforming. That's silver right now. Plus, that, that's the ratio. We've also got supply chain disruption, low supply, high demand, the manufacturing demand, even in a globally sluggish economy, is through the roof for silver. And it's not like aluminum where you can recycle it. Once it's used, it's gone. You can't reclaim it. So we've got diminishing inherent supply. And those supply chain disruptions, Josh, are going to cause it to go through the roof as well. So no matter, you you talk about ratio, you talk about supply and demand, uh, you talk about industrial capacity, it's... uh, it's just a great investment that checks, again, a lot of boxes off for people. I, I agree. And it's one thing that I've been investing in for years. I know you as well personally. And so for people out there, what I want them to do is I want them to go to getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com, or give Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team a call, 720-605-3900. That's 720 
3900. You'll either get the voicemail or you'll get a real live person who's going to help you and guide you through it. They're nice, they're courteous, they're professional, they're absolutely awesome over there. Kirk, I appreciate you more than you know. I know everybody out there listening appreciates more than you know. You do this on a daily basis. You're, you're out there talking to people, educating people, getting people this, this information to help them financially. And, you know, we see it coming. We know it's coming. There is no other way that this can go. I mean, the economy is not just going to start growing and all of a sudden booming and things are just going to go back to normal. I think people have come to that realization. So I urge people out there, if they're looking after their financial future, to give Dr. Kirk Elliott's team a call. Kirk, I appreciate your time today, my friend. We're going to talk to you next Wednesday. Sounds good. Bye. Take care, my friend. Bye. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. We'll be right back. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight show. And that was Dr. Kirk Elliott we were talking to. And a good friend of mine. And I'm telling you, the amount of people that his group talks to each week is amazing. And I'm telling you that they're talking to them because people are concerned and worried about their finances. People are watching what's happening economically. People are seeing exactly what we were just talking about today. The Biden administration announces 2.3% increase in GDP. Like, oh my goodness, the American Rescue Plan worked. But then why is CNN laying off people? Why is Amazon laying off people? Why Why are all these other companies laying off people? Laying off people is not a sign of economic growth. It's a sign of economic decline. Why is inflation still high? Why is the IRS now coming out saying that, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you make a 1099K at over $600 a month from PayPal, Venmo, or anything, oh, we're coming after you. Now you know what those 87,000 agents were for. Not just for Venmo and PayPal and Cash App, but it's also for your cryptocurrency. It's also for anything else. You, you got to imagine what's going to happen here. Okay? They are doing the dry run on cryptocurrencies right now, on, on, on CBDCs. And this is centralized cryptocurrencies. This is not what we want. Once they integrate this, the IRS is going to have a field day. And I'm warning you right now about this. But you know one thing that they can't track? One thing that they, they can't go after? Gold and silver. I, I'm telling you. If you have that physical bullion, if you have that gold and silver, they say, what would you buy here? Oh, well, you know, I, I bought, some, bought some metals. They're all used, though. <laughs> but let's talk about this for a second. Because I know this is something on everybody's concern. Is that they're testing out central bank digital currencies. And I know I've talked about this before, but I want to reiterate this. From somebody I know inside the Federal Reserve System, who's a developer, who develops blockchain technology, 
they've told me the plan of implementation of how they want to do this. Then as of January 1st, 2023, the dollar is basically dead because CBDCs are coming. Now, CBDCs are programmable money. And, and if you go to, I think it was the international, the, the chairman of the International Monetary Fund was talking the other day, and he was talking about programmable money. Now, he was talking about how great programmable money is. This is, this is the example I want to give to you, okay? Think about WIC or food stamps, all right? So food stamps, your food stamps come into your bank wallet and the money is real dollars, but it's allocated in digital currency, but it's only allocated towards certain foods. So you can only go out there and buy certain foods that the government has approved, which means that when you check out at the grocery store and you go to spend it on a 12 pack of Budweiser, it's going to say, eh, declined. You can't purchase that with this money. Now, that kind of makes sense when we start talking about food stamps and these government support programs. And it's also a really good thing when you start looking at government spending and taxpayer dollars and how those are allocated because it gives us a way to track that. But now you start to see that your money has to be allocated in a programmable format. And so... What happens when they turn that on for your employer? That you're, what happens when they start making laws saying that you're only allocated 50% of your income a month towards living expenses, 20% towards food, another 20% for transportation, and 10% for entertainment? What happens when they dictate and declare that? Now you have $200,000 in your bank and in an entertainment fund that you cannot buy food with. You cannot buy gas with. You cannot you know, buy a vehicle with. See, they limit your exchange and your choice. But this is the scarier part. This is, this is why they have 87,000 IRS agents. And this is what my friend told me. See, what's going to happen is that these CBDCs, central bank digital currencies, are going to get a slow rollout once approval. You're going to see this approval about March and April of 2023 and the start, the slow implementation. And what they're going to do is they're going to roll them out in different central bank regions or Federal Reserve Bank regions. There's 12 Federal Reserve Banks and they're going to start rolling them out. And this is how they're going to do it. They're going to go out there and say, hey, look, if you, if you made under $50,000 last year, we're going to give you a two to one ratio of this digital currency for your real dollars. All you have to do is go online, fill out this form, do your KYC, which is called Know Your Customer. This is where you upload biometrics, your driver's license, and validate your identity. Okay, you're going to go in there, and then they're going to make you sync your bank accounts. Then they're going to make you sync your crypto accounts and they're going to make it a law. If you're going to use this digital bank currency, the CBDC, you have to, you must declare all bank accounts and all crypto wallets to do not is a felony chargeable with fines up to 5,000, blah, 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 right? That's what they're going to do. So people are going to go in there. They're going to transfer their assets in, sync them up. They're going to work just with your regular bank account and they're going to get two to one for their money and they're going to start transacting with CBDCs. 
Well, let's say that you make over, uh, if you make under $250,000 a year, they're going to say, okay, you get a one-to-one ratio. Let's say you make over a million dollars a year. They're going to say, okay, you're going to get a 0.9 to one ratio. But here's the catch is in three months after that, that two to one ratio goes to one to one ratio. That one to one ratio goes to 0.9 to one ratio. That 0.9 to one ratio goes to 0.5, which means that they're going to punish you if you do not transition over to the new system. But this is where it gets really draconian, totalitarian. It's once you sync up all of your bank accounts, all of your crypto accounts, they are going to flood their central reserve bank systems with all of your transactions for the last seven years. All your deposits, all your wire transfers, all the cash deposits, every single thing that you've had come into your bank accounts and your crypto accounts will be uploaded into their system. And once that happens, they're going to have certain algorithmic red flags that begin putting notes on everybody's accounts. And that's going to be sent to one of the 87,000 IRS agents. And you're going to be scrutinized for your deposits, your spending, and everything under the sun once you do this. And IRS is going to call you up and go, hey, uh, you know, six years ago you had this deposit of $20,000 of cash into your, your checking account. We just need to know what, uh, where that money came from. And uh, did you pay your tax on that money? This is where this is headed. This is uh, probably a year and a half away. And I'm not joking. This is exactly what they're going to do. This is why they have 87,000 IRS agents. And once your money gets in there, okay, there's no longer a dollar bill. There's no longer a $20 bill that you can go out there and use. You go to the grocery store and you go to, to buy some steaks. And you know how like you drive through your town and they have the ozone alerts? Ozone is high today. Please carpool and don't mow your lawn today. You're going to have global warning, warming alerts where you're going to go into the grocery store and meat is not going to be sold. It's going to be locked up and it says, due to high global warming alert levels today, meat is not for sale. You're going to go in there and you're going to go to transact to buy that steak. Oh, the steak's actually available today. I grab that steak. I go to the checkout line, which there's no cashier there. There's nobody in the store. They're completely automated. So there's nobody to talk to, nobody to complain to, nobody to bring your grievances to. And you go to the checkout line and you go to checkout and it goes, denied. Mr. Reed, you are over your limit of meat for the week. You've already bought 48 ounces of steak this week. You cannot purchase any more due to global warming climate alerts. And they're going to do that and restrict your currency. And then guess what? How much red meat you eat? 
your biometric data, you know, how much you, you weigh, how tall you are, what your health is like, how many times a month or a year that you're visiting your doctor. If you're going to a gym, if you have a gym membership, um, are, are you buying books, are you reading books, your online spending habits, all these things are going to be tracked and put into a system. And that system is going to calculate you a score. This is called ESG. This is how this is all coming down. And that score is going to determine what type of job you can hold. How much money you can spend or earn. What kind of car you can drive. Where you can live. To give you an idea, China has already implemented this social credit score system. And right now in Guangzhou, where some of the major protests are happening, people who went to the protests on the first few days, were identified with artificial intelligence cameras, surveillance cameras, facial recognition cameras. They were flagged in the system, never even contact. They went to work and they couldn't get through the door because their social credit score was turned red and flagged. All they did was showed up to a protest. And they turned their card off, and now they can no longer use public transportation. They can't go to the grocery store, and they can't go to work. We're going to be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. 
You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And, you know, I could sit here and I could go over the news. I could, I could go over the stories of the day and how Elon Musk, I believe, is working for people like you and me. He's working to protect our rights and our freedoms. But I just think that it's so important for people to truly understand what is happening in the world. And I know for some of you, this is like beating a dead horse. Like, Josh, we know, we understand ESG, we understand DEI, we understand the social credit score system. We understand that Klaus Schwab is the, the second coming of Satan. <laughs> that, that Yuval Noah Harari is the Antichrist. We, we get that, Josh. But see, there's other people out there who don't know this. They don't understand that just last week, Klaus Schwab came out and said, God is dead. He came out and said that we, the elites, have now the divine authority to save this planet. This is coming from the top nonprofit organization that works directly with the International Monetary Fund, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, who has implemented infiltrated almost every government of the world, including the United States of America. Now, the United States of America, under Joe Biden's administration, you have 18 people under that administration serving within the Department of Treasury, within the Federal Reserve System, and even as special advisors to Joe Biden, 18 of them from BlackRock. BlackRock's Larry Fink, the CEO, BlackRock's Larry Fink. By the way, BlackRock is the largest conglomerate on the planet. They own more things than you could ever imagine. Everything that you use today is owned by BlackRock. Okay. Larry Fink is on the board of directors of the World Economic Forum. We have an infiltration of evil on this planet, on God's green earth. And see, I was saying this last night on my podcast, The Daily Dose, that the battle of good and evil is always going to wage. And there's going to be shifts. There's going to be shifts towards the goodness, towards greatness, towards these these golden ages. And then there's going to be darkness. Winter is coming. There's going to be these shifts where evil prevails. That's the ultimate balance. That's the dichotomy of the universe that we live in. That is the war that is waging. And people like you and me must instill within us the courage, the knowledge, the wisdom that our creator has instilled within us. Has Put within us a seed that must be nurtured, loved, so it can grow. We must look within ourselves and allow that seed of courage, of knowledge, of wisdom to grow. Because we need it now more than ever. Because this world is being turned upside down. It is being put into a state of perpetual chaos And the evil that rules over this world has a plan for the chaos that ensues. 
They know what comes next. They are the perpetuators of global events, black swan events, terrorist events. They have it all planned out. They know what happens next. But the one thing that they're not expecting, the one thing that can stop them dead in their tracks is you. Is you and me and everybody else uniting in one common accord. Why do you think there is so much, so much money, so much authority pushed towards division? towards segregation, separation, towards this, this polarity, the separation of polarity. It's always left versus right, man versus woman, black versus white. They push that because they don't want us to talk to each other. They don't want us united. For us, united is the one thing that stops them dead in their tracks. Us standing together in one common accord and saying no more is how we win this battle. I know it sounds so simple, but go out there and try to get your neighbors together. Go out there and try to get your family together. Go out there and try to get people who don't agree with you together. That's how well of a job that they've done in the sense of information warfare, of psychological warfare. But see, we cannot put our heads down, look at our feet and say we failed. We cannot retreat from the battlefield of where we are at now. I believe it was in the movie The Patriot, Mel Gibson the character before this all happened, they were at his farmhouse and there were some things going on. And he says, I don't want war. You don't want war. I've seen war. War is an ugly, it's a horrible and evil thing. You don't want war. But if you continue this, there will be war. And what a great movie that was. Because it put in the perspective What happens when you push a man too far away from his freedoms? Now, the war that I'm talking about is a war of minds coming together, ideas and innovation coming together to bring people together, to unite people. Because a million people marching, chanting no has a powerful effect over any tyrannical government. Uh, Two years ago, in Yemen, the Yemen parliament went out and reduced some of the, I think what they did is they increased taxes and reduced some of the freedoms of their people. Within hours, over 250,000 people descended on the parliament building. They didn't really say anything. They lined up peacefully and they started building guillotines. That's it. They just started building guillotines. The entire parliament resigned. Simply because the people united within their power. 
We must never forget that the people hold the power in this country. We have a government that is for the people, of the people, and by the people. Now, politicians don't want you to believe that. Politicians don't want you to think that. Politicians would disagree with you on that. But it's through our voice that we can remind them. It's through the unification of people in mass that we can give them the hint and remind them that the people control the power and the authority in this country, not them. We are definitely living in biblical times. I think every single one of you understand that. And whatever that means to you, if you're not religious, if you're not Christian, I, I understand. But understand that there were many characters in the Bible that were not like that either. And it doesn't take a belief in Yahweh or Jehovah or Jesus to understand that what's happening right now will be talked about and written about for millennia to come. We'll be back tomorrow with more Dark Delight Show. I hope you guys have a fantastic afternoon. Take care.